Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to take your life and your business to the next level as a confident leader. Today, I am really excited to have my guest, Devin Woolwind. Now, you might have seen an, a previous show that I had, if you're following me, where his father was a guest, but I was so intrigued about what he and his family have been doing that I asked if I could speak to Devin, his son. So let us tell you a little bit about Devin Woolwind. So Devin found a way to invest in what he knew when he was only five years old. By the time he was seven, that ancient age of seven, he started a company and started purchasing real estate. At 11 years old, he published his first book about his successes and setbacks. If I can do it, so can you how I started buying real estate at age seven. At 15, you know, he's an old guy now. At 15, he published his second book, The Garage with Mark Victor Hansen. He achieved the number one best-selling author on Amazon in the children's money books on the second day it was available. He has since been interviewed on many podcasts, and spoken in person to various real estate investment businesses and homeschooling groups across more than half a dozen states. He has been an expert on expert panels from Florida to Arizona to Ohio, including at the National Real Estate Summit and Limit Limitless Expo. Devin currently owns 45 units, is an accredited investor, and runs a group for teens and young adults called Millionaires in Training. Is that still the name? You haven't updated it or anything, have you? Uh, well, actually, recently, I have merged that with JI Academy. And uh, so I'm doing less running of that now, although I am still in the server and and still sometimes talking to people and giving out <laughs> lessons. Awesome. So our theme today, appropriately, is if a teenager can do it, so can you. Please join me in welcoming formally my guest, Devin Woolwind. Devin, I've been looking forward to this. So in case people haven't heard your father's podcast with me yet... I would like for you to tell us where you call home. Where do you live? Well, I'm coming from Ohio, uh, Northeastern Ohio. 
And I just want to say it's great being here. Thank you very much for having me on. You're very welcome. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. You have such an impressive background. You know, a lot of people don't even start thinking about starting a business until their 30s, maybe in their 20s, um, but very few, I think, are so successful as you are. So that's why I was so excited to have you on. Hmm. Could you please share how, as a five and a seven-year-old, you got the bug to be in business, you know, who inspired you and what really propelled you to not just think about it, dream about it, but actually do it? The main thing was my parents had been investing since well before I was born. And I had always seen that they had more freedom than a lot of other people. While a lot of people were working, my dad was always at home with me. I, I get to see my parents. I got to play with my mom and dad, even when a lot of other kids like, oh, their parents are gone all the time. They've got jobs. Meanwhile, I saw the freedom, the time freedom and the location freedom that my parents had, as well as I'm looking at this and, well, to be entirely honest, a five-year-old probably doesn't want to do a lot of work like <laughs> hard work they don't want to work at a job working for 40 hours in a week who would do that <laughs> but starting a business and investing uh, well yeah a lot of people do but uh, but starting business and investing sure there's a lot more work up front but if you can make it so that you don't have to do that much work later yeah that sounds far better <laughs> yeah for sure yeah, if you could just push that up to 50 or 70 hours a week, that would be me for a lot of years, a lot of years. And uh, well, yeah, some people work a lot of hours in a week and some people are working 90, 100 hours a week uh, yeah. to get started. Yeah. Yeah. And there, and we're not trying to say to the audience that it's, you know, you should shy away from hard work. You should work smart. But yes, it's always about working smarter not harder that's exactly right yeah you could spend uh, you know i as i was mentioning to you earlier i spent a couple days with my grandson so that meant i was mm. not in business mode i was in oma mode and uh, so when i came back my computer um, gave me a present of hundreds of emails <laughs> and so mm. What a time waste that is, though, getting through all those emails, right? <laughs> but you were where you were at. You and uh, you were with your uh, grandkids, I think you said, which you were spending time with your family. And you were 100% there, not half distracted by work. That's exactly oh, it's right. a big thing. Uh, my dad, uh, I remember him telling stories. He traveled a lot right when I was born. But every moment he was home, he was there, he was playing with me. He was either 100% working to better his life and everyone around him's lives, or he was 100% there playing with me, spending time with his family. Awesome. So you get into this, and and I, I think it's wonderful that you had a great mentoring your mom and your dad to guide you. But I know talking with your father that he did let you 
have failures. So what was Mm. your biggest challenge in those first, maybe, you know, five, six years, it usually takes entrepreneurs three to five years to actually see a difference. So talk to us about that. Yeah, My dad has a saying just five more years. And I think my mom is incredibly sick of hearing it at this point. But really, (laughs) look at where we were five years ago, and where we are now. Yeah. Uh, But big problems when I got started. So as you mentioned, as seven years old, I decided to start investing in real estate. And the biggest problems or the biggest challenges they had to overcome, although I didn't even recognize them as much at the time, was one, I couldn't drive up until just less than a year ago. (laughs) I couldn't drive. Uh, And then I also, I'm still under 18. I can't get a bank loan. Yeah, A lot of people, you you can just go out, go to a bank, and sure, there's a lot of paperwork and stuff, but you can just get a loan from a bank. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, When I was writing my first book, If I Can Do It, So Can You, I went to four banks and got told no in four different ways. (laughs) Oh, well, um, I just have to find a different way of doing that. And I do that by getting loans from other people or private lenders. Very good. The other challenge that I think you would have at five and seven is, um, unless you're a genius, you really didn't read a lot. <laughs> well, it's it doesn't take being a genius to read. Uh, one thing my dad has really he's gotten me to do is read for 30 minutes every morning. And that's just oh. a great habit to have. Uh, before uh, he would let me start investing in real estate, he said I had to read Rich Dad Poor Dad, Good which time. I highly recommend, by the way. Yeah. And then yeah, he also had me go to the National Real Estate Convention, OREA, which I also highly recommend, OREAConvention.com. Mm-hmm. So we talked about your challenges how do you stay focused and motivated? So maybe a two-part answer. Stay focused and motivated because you're a teenager now. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other things going on in your life. You know, no different than adults where we have a couple other things going on in your life. But how do you stay motivated? Because as a kid, as a student, pre-college, mm-hmm you probably don't have a lot of friends that are doing the same thing as you, I would imagine. And so therefore, maybe they don't understand what you're doing. And again, I think this can be related to a lot of people who become adults, who become entrepreneurs, where the the working force who aren't don't really understand why we do what we do. So just talk to me about that, you know. So... Minor things. Um, Yeah, I have quite a few other things going on. But with those other things, I make it so that everything goes towards the same goal. Like, I, I have the real estate thing, which makes me passive income. But then a lot of my other focus right now is on teaching people and helping people, whether that be writing books or going on podcasts or having a radio show. I help my family run a radio show, the Real Power Family Radio Show. 
I'm sure I'll talk more about that later. Uh, but all of those things all goes to all goes towards helping people and maybe we can sell some more books or programs and if we make money from that too sure wouldn't that be nice yeah um but it's all about like bring things together integrate things as my parents talk about in their book family success triangle integrate your business your investing and your family bring it all together so that you can focus on one thing and that one thing will take you to your goal excellent you can only focus on so many things at once <laughs> and so if you bring things together so that you can focus on just one thing and get up 10 different and you can get closer to 10 different goals then that's that's the best solution it is excellent um, oh, and then you had touched on uh, pre-college, probably don't have many friends. Uh, I've well, been no, not, you have I friends, <laughs> just not uh, in your business kind of sense. Uh, well, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. There, uh, I'm not the only kid that's done some cool things. And I'm actually like, I've met um, another kid that was investing in real estate. Um, he's out of like Illinois. Um, met one that's big on social media, uh, and I'm starting to find more and more people. Apparently, there are more kids that, sure, they haven't done exactly what I've done, but they've still done some pretty cool stuff. And so, yeah. apparently, there's an entire inner circle there that I haven't known about for 16 years. Um, but you know, it, it, things y'all, you're always learning new things, yeah. and so you learn that and. You work on that. So true. Yeah. And, it, you know, um, one of the things that we'll talk about after the podcast, but I'm writing a book about the finding your leadership confidence, that, but for kids, uh, mm. the, the work that I've done to help students be able to find their voice and be confident as speakers, because you have to, you have to speak. You can, you can tell from your confidence, from your ability to really be clear and concise that you get what it is that you need to do to be a great speaker. And so I want to feature several of those students in my book so that other mm -hmm. students can be inspired about this. So, you know, definitely want ha to have you in my book, but, you know, if you find that inner circle, send them my way. <laughs> All right. I'll have to keep your name in mind. Yeah, definitely. So how is it, if we can just segue into that, as you grew, developed, matured from five to where you are today, how has the ability to talk to any, you know, multiple levels of people? So we, you have that interpersonal skills that you need, but also to be able to communicate with people above you, below you, and at the same peer level is really important. So how have you navigated that? Well, but there are a lot of things that go into that. Like, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this or you saw it or anything, but I run an office with like seven to 10 people in it that are all significantly older than me. 
And I, well, I mean, I've been working in this office for quite a while. I started out just doing little things and filing. And at the time, my parents like, are they going to like this? What's going to happen? Uh, but it turns out I was just, I was great because I could do a lot of the work that the other people didn't want to. And since then, I've learned how to do pretty much every job in the office. And now I'm running it. And I just, I treat people with respect. I figure out how I can help them and how they can help us. And I find out how I can make it in everybody's best interest to do their best. Um, like I mentioned earlier, integrating, I was talking about integrating your goals together so that mm -hmm. you can focus on one thing to get there. Well, also, if you integrate, uh, if you match up your goal and you make it the same as the person that you're trying to lead's goal, if you can find a way to do that, then you'll, uh, then they're going to want to help you 10 times more than they would otherwise. Mm -hmm. uh, just as an example for hiring people, uh, if you can hire them and pay them based on their results, then they will want to have the best results because that means they're going to make more money. Yeah. And you don't care because you're getting that much better results. So it's a win for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because if they're getting results, then your bottom line is going up and you can mm -hmm. pay them more and better. So yeah, excellent. I'm excellent. happy to pay someone $100 <laughs> an hour. And if I'm making 200 right, as long as I'm making more than that. So if I'm making 200 even if I'm paying them $100 an hour, that is fine for me. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Wise for your age, I'll tell you. So what's the next goal for you as we're getting close to the end of this podcast? Right now, I'm trying to help as many people as possible. And I'm trying to teach people, and I mentioned that earlier. Uh, my family, we're trying to promote freedom and financial freedom, time freedom, location freedom. And we're doing that uh, our biggest thing recently is we started recording a radio show the real power family radio show and uh, there's it's on the brushwood media network or we have links to it all on our website realpowerfamily.com uh, we also on that same website realpowerfamily.com we have a free newsletter we give out to people uh, and we're just really our biggest thing we want more people to be financially free we yeah. think that would be much better for the world. So I want to step back a little bit um, before we go to the rapid fire. If if someone listening is out there and say they have a, a, a child that or a, one mm. of their students that is really thinking, yeah, I'd rather do this than making burgers at, at McDonald's. How much of an investment did you need to do at five for your first property? And um, how difficult was it to find those personal investors? Did your parents have to co-sign for you? Just touch on that a little bit to give them a little bit of insight. So, uh, well, just getting started investing in general, that was at five years old. And the total investment was $500. And I had gotten a partner, my younger brother, because... Of course, and you can read about that in my first book, mm -hmm. or I've talked about in plenty of podcasts. Uh, but yeah, that was five hundred dollars, of which I came up with about two hundred and fifty. 
And you invested uh, in on the stock market or in, in, in real estate? I invested oh, Legos. In one... That's right. Yes, yeah. I remember now. I, uh, my, I walked in, asked my dad what I could invest in, uh, and he told me to invest in what I knew. And the one thing I knew at the time was Legos. And then a couple of years later, I decided I wanted to invest in real estate. And for that deal, I, uh, the total amount I, uh, that, right, for the down payment was $1,000. As for finding the financing, uh, sure, my parents helped me with that, but they did not co-sign on that. I still had to find a deal and work out a deal where the other person, uh, like, they were, I can't say safe or secure, but they were secured uh, by, uh, it was a logical deal for them to do. Mm -hmm. Very uh, good. So, yeah, they're are definitely ways to do that. And even if it's not buying a piece of real estate, people can get still get started investing. One thing that I invested in or am investing in is just precious metals, gold and silver. You can buy an ounce of silver for $30. That's certainly an investment you can make. For sure. Excellent advice from you, young Devin. My goodness. Well, I cannot wait to interview you in five more years to see where you are. This is just going to be so great. <laughs> so the last thing before we go to uh, contact information is what would you, if you only had three things to tell to potential entrepreneurs out there, young or old, what were th with three things that you think that they should know to do? One, always keep learning and growing. The world is always changing. And if yeah. you don't change, you'll be perfectly equipped for a world that no longer exists. Number two, be creative and take action. Or I guess that would be two different things. Uh, be creative <laughs> because trying to do the same thing over and over and expecting a different result is insanity. Mm. Uh, and then take action because without taking action, you're never going to go anywhere. Perfect advice. You know, when I was just a little bit older than you are now, I went to a class and uh, they gave us out this little thing. If you can see, it's a dinosaur. Mm. And I have kept it at my desk for over 40 years to remind me that if we don't change, we'll go the way of the dinosaurs. Wow. Yeah. That, that You know, just a little thing like that reminds you. And people are so afraid of change, but change can be exciting, as you said. And uh, you Change can be scary and mm -hmm. change can be exciting. But if you're prepared for it, you can end up doing far better. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an ancient, or, well, something, some kind of Chinese saying, uh, it's danger or crisis is just danger plus opportunity. Ah, yes. Yes. And I always say to be confident, you must be courageous. Mm-hmm. Right. Although courage, courage is not uh, eliminating fear. It's being able to act in spite of fear. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I always say if it's not putting me in jail or killing me, I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you strong. That's exactly right. 
So if you have loved this conversation that we've had with Devin and want to know more about him, get those books. I'm going to share my screen as always. If you have been just listening on Spotify or iTunes, you will want to grab a paper or pencil or remember that you can go to my website, www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com or YouTube, Vicki Nethling, to get all of the show notes that will have everything from Devin's information right there for you to do a screenshot. But if you are watching right now, you can do a screenshot right now and get right on this. So his website is http colon forward slash forward slash www.realpowerfamily.com. That's realpowerfamily.com. And the best thing about that is you will not only hear or see about Devin, but you can find out about all of his awesome family. And he is on Instagram. You can go to at realpowerfamily or his personal one is at Devin Woolwind. That's W-O-H-L-W-E-N-D. And now I will let Devin talk to you about if you go to that or when you go to his website, what will you find? Well, right at the top, it will let you download a free ebook about the five W's of getting started in investing. And then I think right below that, it has a link to our radio show, so you can listen to more of us there. And then there's other pages and things on the website for a free newsletter, other free downloads, other things we're giving away. We have a couple of courses on there. Uh, I think we have a sales course, a property evaluation tour, and I think my dad uploaded one other, although I don't remember what that is offhand. <laughs> um. Perfect. But there's a whole bunch of great resources on there and other links. It has links to all of our social medias on there. So if you want to learn more from us, that's the place to go. Excellent. Yes, definitely. You want to go there. Again, that's realpowerfamily.com. All right, Devin, that has been just a wonderful bit of time you gave us great information. You're so wise beyond your ages. And and as I told your dad, kudos to he and your mom for giving you so much strength and courage and understanding that you can do whatever you want to do. You just have to work hard and keep your mind positive and it will happen. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, it's my pleasure. And as always, I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nethling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nethling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. <laughs>